How are we doing today, my lovely listeners? My name is Brenna, the host of Soul Things Podcast, and we're doing the final part of this three-part series on the influence of social media. So we've done the influence of social media on self, how you see yourself, your relationship with yourself. Um, and then last week we did an uh, interview with Noah on how it influences your perspective of other people. And then this episode, we have a returning guest on the show, Martine Decay. So welcome. <laughs> and um, we are talking about its influence on your relationship with God and your spiritual life, because I think there, I have a lot to say about this too, just because I think I've been experiencing this since the invention of social media. So I'm so excited to dive into this today. And I know that... Um, yeah, social media is just something that is in all of our lives. It's pretty hard to escape, even if you don't have any social media, you're hearing about it, or just even technology in general is just, you know, accelerating really fastly. It's vying for your attention and it does have spiritual impact. So I'm excited yeah. to, to dive into that today. Um, yeah. So Martine, why don't we just kind of start off with kind of your perspective a little bit of how have you noticed social media in your life sort of impacting your relationship with God? Has it been mostly positive or negative or what does that sort of look like for you? Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to date myself a little bit. <laughs> so Facebook came out one year prior to me going to college. So okay. I feel like we were the experimental group of yeah. Facebook. Yeah. This is before your grandma and like your great grandma. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Facebook, you're like, you had to have a college account. <laughs> to be able to get on Facebook. So I thought like when I was in college, that this is the time when you're like questioning, like, why do I believe what I believe? And the thing about social media that it wasn't all encompassing because you still went to events for the sake of going to an event. But what was interesting about it, it was like Facebook became a recap of that event. So you're like, okay, make sure my outfit is nice because I know that it's going to be posted. Like my friend might catch me in a picture. Yeah, yeah. But what I think was interesting and I'm comparing about how it's impacted my relationship with God is that it's like almost like putting on a facade of who I want to be and not who I actually am. Mm. And God is concerned about who I actually am mm. so that he can sanctify me and make me what he wants me to be. So mm -hmm. it's like, I'm trying to present myself a certain way on <laughs> social media yeah. and God's like, I'll take you as you are so that yeah. I can purify you. And I think that kind of plays mind games on you yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I think I've noticed myself doing that too. It's like I find myself even in my prayer life having a hard time like being real with God. It's yeah. like I kind of want to like put on the show, which is so funny because it's like he knows your heart. You literally – it's like when Adam and Eve are trying to like hide from God in the garden and it's like, really? I feel like he's like, like – you know me naked. He's like, oh, duh. I created all of it. Like what are you talking about? Yeah, no, that's so true. And also I think I, – I mean we can speak to this too. It's just – the distraction element of yes. social media. Or even you're trying to read your Bible and it's like notification and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be in my Bible plan, yes. but somebody just sent me something really yes. funny on Instagram. Yes. And it's, you know, what's funny, even within this last week, I, d I do this thing sometimes. So I'm not on too many platforms. I mean, I have Instagram for the podcast, but even like sometimes texting notifications, I get so many and I turned it off this week. Like when I was at work, I would turn up and I noticed I just felt more relaxed. I felt more like focused. Mm -hmm. I felt more like I could like be listening to the Lord throughout the day. And I was like, whoa, like even like little things like that, where it's like turning off the dings and the notification. I don't know. Have you seen that in your life of just shutting things off or like trying to adjust your relationship with your phone and stuff? Like has yeah. that helped at all? You know, I actually took the Instagram app off of my phone. Okay. You know, like you're like, okay, you take it off and you put it back on. Yeah. I literally <laughs> took it off. And then I didn't know what my login is because, you know, like yeah. your app kind of keeps everything yeah. clean. And I noticed that because I took it off, 
habitually I would like go to find it and I'm like, oh, it's not there. Yeah. So it's like a part of it, some, it's like, it's almost like I've become like immune to like even thinking about it. It's just like, I just do it without even thinking, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then once I've removed it, I'm like, oh, my Bible app is still there. I should probably open it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, the one podcast that I was listening to when they were talking about how habits shape you. Um, I was thinking about, okay, like how much am I actually like, what's the first thing I do when I wake up? What's the first thing, like yes. last thing I do when I go to bed and like all of these disciplines that I want to start like building into my life. And like something that you even like helped me with and like challenged me on is like, yeah, you can read all these Christian books or you can look at all these social media posts yeah. about God and stuff. Yeah. There's some good in that, right? Like you you might be encouraged, but like the, the richness and the depths of the actual word of God and challenging yourself. I mean, I don't know if you want to share about that study you read about like people who read the Bible four times a week. No. Yeah. So my yeah. friend was, she was telling me they did a study that people who read their Bible one time a week made no impact mm-hmm. two times, two and at one time a week. Yeah. No impact two times, no impact three times it started to dig mm-hmm. up and then four times it was like astronomical, the change. Yeah. So yeah. it's like something that's consistent. Yeah. And it, I like, if you think about that study and you counter it, not to the word of God, but to other things. Mm-hmm. So you use social media one time a week mm-hmm. impact, but imagine you're using it four or five times a day, yes. not even in a week. Yeah. How does it impact you? Yeah. You know? So I, even for myself, one thing I've done is that in the evening, I actually don't read my Bible on my app. Mm. I like, I go old school and I'm yes. just like, no yes. screen right before bed. And I'm like, I need that word in my hand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about like reading being more than just seeing. It's like the touching and like the feeling and the smelling yeah. and like the, the you know, highlighting. That, yes. You know? It's like this like all consuming like experience. And the one thing I was thinking about too is if you are getting the majority of your Bible from quick Instagram reels or fun little TikToks or whatever, it, it caused me to want to have this like uh, I'm going to compare it to like a fast food drive through versus like sitting and like waiting to have like this rich meal of like, I want to have my quick fix of my spiritual whatever to say that I did it today or like this is, you know, see, I'm reading the word, but I feel like you're missing out on yeah. like the sitting and the meditating and the the walking in. So like, do you see a danger in like people only getting the word of God through social media? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Like I want to go back to that example yeah. before I answer. It's like, when you go to McDonald's to get fast food, you say, what did you fry my p- fries in? Mm. Or like, did you microwave my burger? Yeah. Like, or even Panera, like, uh, or like Panera Chipotle, they put yeah. everything in plastic bags, they microwave and they dump it and you think they're cooking it. Yeah. <laughs> so like the little reels that you see, did this person consecrate their time and get revelation from the Lord? Mm. Did they fast and pray? Like Moses went up to a mountain to get a word from God for the Israelites. Like prophets were like weeping. Jeremiah, Jeremiah was lamenting for mm-hmm. the people. So I think it does impact you because you're like, What's the quality of this 20-minute snippet? Yeah. Is it like something to hype me up? Like, how has this person even gotten this revelation? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it does impact, like, how you see the word. Yeah. You know, so I I would prefer for you to go for it to yourself and then God speaks to you. And then you work that muscle out. Like, there's a muscle, spiritual muscle that you're working to say, okay, I'm reading my word. I'm, I don't understand. I'm confused. God, can you speak to me? Can you reveal it to me? And then it impacts you differently as opposed to someone else giving yeah. it to you. Yeah. And it can, it can sort of feed into, cause I think social media is such a, just a consumeristic based model mm-hmm. that you can just start to want to just consume and consume and consume and consume. And like, it feels good for a second or 20 seconds. And then you just move on to the next TikTok about a recipe or something. Yeah. Then your brain just switches. And so there's no 
roots taking in and like you don't even know like what you're saying of this revelation of like you don't have this per like you have to test it to the true word of god like Mm -hmm. where did this person hear this or Or like or if it's out of context yes yeah like people have their own agendas and like their own like hearts behind what they're doing and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff so i think even like i've even questioned that too of doing this podcast of like preparing for each episode or like sharing stuff on social media like i'm not necessarily like a preacher but i Mm -hmm. am like talking about the word of god and stuff and so it's like i want want it to be from a, a vulnerable space of like being authentic of like I don't have all the answers but like this is what the word of God says and I'm going to talk with people who are yeah. in the word of God too um because there is an element of wanting to take seriously what you're putting out on social media yeah. so like on the other end of things how have you seen like do you like what are you posting on social media like is there a spiritual aspect to what you're sharing or like how do you sort of deal with that aspect you know it's funny i was like super engaged in social media in 2020 Mm -hmm. and then i was like i felt like it was like negatively impacting me yeah and it wasn't edifying Mm -hmm. yeah i wasn't like oh i feel so close to the lord because i saw a two-second reel from the pastor's word (laughs) i didn't feel like oh i feel like filled with the fruits of the spirit you know um so i feel like it has i've taken a break so when i do post on social media i'll post like a picture of my kid or Mm -hmm. like a a light verse a verse that i've Mm -hmm. read um but i feel like i think like from that thing that we listened to they were like the average christian only consumes 30 minutes of christian content anyways yeah and that's i think that is an like it like that's actually an exaggeration probably less than that and then they're spending the rest of those five hours consuming other content so it's like is it as impactful as we think it actually is mm. you know like yeah. I, is it as like captivating it's mm-hmm. like when someone see a snippet do they say oh my god i need to open up my word or oh my yeah. goodness i want to go visit this church and like yeah. get in like i feel like i need to be discipled yeah like is that the fruit that's coming from that one snippet mm. i don't think that's actually happening yeah yeah that's good and i think going back to that like consumeristic idea too of like the Christian walk is not easy. Like it is this thing that like requires work and you have the spirit empowering you to like keep moving forward. And I think we just like, I think part of the reason we even turn to those quick things Mm -hmm. in the first place is because we want to live in this illusion that it is easy or like, Oh, I just want to like, Here's something that makes me feel good. And you were talking earlier about tickle my ear or like make me, you know, like. Yeah, uh, you want to hear something that makes, that aligns with what your viewpoint is not going to challenge. Yes. Yeah. Like I want to have my pumpkin spice latte with my nice hat (laughs) and like laid out my devotion. Sometimes a devotional life doesn't look like that. Sometimes you're like, I'm a mom of three kids Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm playing my phone out loud while I'm washing the dishes. And I'm like, God speak to me today because I desperately need you. That's not Instagrammable, but that's real. Yes. 100%. There was like something I was thinking about too, and it's kind of a half-baked idea, so maybe you can help me think through this, but the idea of like some basic words I feel like are being redefined in terms of the Christian walk, like follow, for example. On social media, it's like following is defined as like, oh, click, watch their fun lives, like, it's like really easy, fun, whatever, like I'm following them. But then it's like when we're talking about following Jesus, we can sort of conflate that meaning. And like Mm -hmm. I was saying, it's not easy So like, how have you, or even ideas of like acceptance or value or all these things. It's like, how do we take words like follow and things that we're using in the Christian walk that even like, I feel like social media is like influencing how we understand those words. words. Well, I think like people think because I follow my pastor on Instagram, I must (laughs) clearly be following Jesus. And I'm like... (laughs) And the whole point of the pastor is to, so you to, for you to follow, not him, but to follow Christ. Yes, yes. So, and I think of when Jesus was talking to the disciples, he was like, Peter, come follow me. Yes. And they left what they were doing, fishing or whatever. And they were like, we will follow you. And they 
ate together, they mm-hmm. walked together, they talked together, they saw miracles be done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was happening in relationships. So when you click a button follow, there's not a relationship that's really being yeah. <laughs> fostered, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think people think like, oh, I just click, I'm I'm clicking on this Bible Instagram page yeah. and clearly I must be following the things of the yeah. Lord. And it's like, no, there's a, a laying down of what they stopped yes. what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we want to be more like you. Yes. We want to learn from you. Yeah. And I don't think Instagram can even touch yeah. touch the word follow in terms of the way Jesus was talking yeah. about following. Yeah, you know? there's no like sacrifice when it comes to following someone on Instagram. And like Jesus, like you're saying, it's a call to action of like go into all the world yeah. or like take up your cross. It's like all these things. It's like following is so different. And following than- means lo- like, yes, I save you. But mm-hmm. when you follow me, I am Lord mm-hmm. over you. So like mm-hmm. there's a lordship aspect to following yeah. Yeah. that people don't want to touch with a 10 foot pole. Yes, yes. yeah. <laughs> so- and that's like something like – in the last episode, Noah and I were talking about is you're always going to be mastered by something. So what's it going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be the Lord or is it going to be what you're yeah. intaking on social media? Because that is influencing us and inundating us more than I think we realize. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's like just overwhelming because I do think like this might sound extreme to some people, but I feel like there's this really strong spiritual warfare aspect to social media because I can feel it in my soul if I'm on – like how do you feel after you've spent a good chunk of time on social media or on your phone? I heard heard a person say social media – leads you to a place where you scroll yourself into ungratefulness. Like oh. you could have been having a great day. You yeah. went to the gym. You like read your Bible. You yes. cleaned your house and you're like, well, my house doesn't look like that. Well, my butt doesn't look like that. I need a, <laughs> It's like, all about the butt now. You know, like yes. the BBL. No, but I'm like, and, but that's what's being yes. portrayed as like, there's levels of standard. And I feel like it's like, is God not enough? Because when you go on social media, they were saying it leads to anxiety, but then I did a, they did a study that anxiety and gratitude don't operate in your brain at the same yeah, time. And the thing is, like, when you're on social media, it leads you to a place of ungratefulness. And then you're like, why are the youth battling anxiety? Yeah. It's like, because they're all ungrateful. Yes. Because you're going to a place where you're like, I, I won't look like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what I think is so, it's like, almost like an entrapment of social media is that it sells things that are not true. Mm-hmm. So, like, how many social media, like, influencers, you're like, well, they got plastic surgery and their body's not real. Yeah. Or no, their marriage failed because they were just doing it. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. like capitalize on having a baby. Yeah. Or so yeah. it's like we're selling things that are not true. Mm. And then we're chasing our tails because it's like all made up. Yeah. Yeah. And God's like, I'm the real deal. And you yeah. if you follow me, you will be satisfied. Yeah. So th- like you said, like I never go on social media. I'm like, wow, I feel full of life. Yes. I feel edified. I actually feel like so productive. I yes. actually feel like worn out. Yes. Yeah. And even like so there's this huge. So there's a direction I kind of want to take this conversation because I have felt this huge battle of who is God in my life? Is mm-hmm. it God or is it me? Because I feel like your phone can become this mirror of like causing you to be so self focused from yeah. the content that you're producing, the content you're intaking, and you're not even thinking about the things of God or you're not actually in the Word. So then it's like you're so you become so like confused or depressed or lost, and it's like all these studies coming out of like people who are on Instagram can become more easily depressed and like all these things. Like we're starting as a society, like we were just like pushed into all this technology. And I think we're starting to be like, okay, something's wrong. You're like with that social dilemma uh, documentary coming out and like all these studies and stuff. I think we're starting, like our eyes are starting to, to be open. But for me, I've always felt this internal struggle of like, Mm. is God going to be God of my life or is me? Because I was thinking about this. Sometimes I try to have, the qualities of God um, that I'm not supposed to possess in terms of being all-knowing, 
uh, everywhere at once to yeah. be all powerful, all this stuff. Like you think like, oh, because I have access to so, so much information, I can know all of this or I can be doing all this. And you try to like start to be your own God and like ruler of your own life and it leaves you like anxious and having panic attacks. So I don't know if you've ever felt this pool of like after you're on your phone for so long or social media, I start seeing myself. I wouldn't like say it out. I guess I'm saying it out loud now, but like I would see myself (laughs) as that of like these qualities of God that like his creation does not possess. Like there are things as image bearers, we reflect of God, right? Like Mm -hmm. being caring, compassionate, forgiving, all this stuff. But it's like the things are being all, like there's some things of God only God can do. And I think social media created this belief in me of like, I can do that too. Or I can be all knowing. I can do all this stuff and I can whatever. Yes. So You know what that speaks to? I feel like now I know everyone's like, you need like 97 streams of income. And I'm like, everybody, (laughs) but you laugh, you're laughing. And it's like, what happened to, for I know the plans for you Mm. says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you to give yeah. you hope in the future to show you which direction you need to take mm-hmm. like like when you see all these streams of income like for, i'm just using that as an example yeah, yeah. like did you inquire of the lord lord how do you want me to spend your time what do you want me to build for your kingdom yes. purposes what do you have for me to build like to pour into like like my children and my family mm-hmm. and it's like when you see those people you're like well they do real estate and make macchiatos <laughs> and have a cleaning service and you, then you feel the pressure to do those things up, out, outside of God, thinking mm-hmm. like, I can control my destiny. I can control like what doors are going to open for me. Yeah. And it says that if God opens a door, no man can shut it. And if yeah. he shuts it, no man can open it. Yeah. So I'm like, God, are you calling me to have 17 streams of income? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, how do I spend time with you and get revelation of that? So I mm-hmm. think even that, it's like, you think you can control your destiny and yeah. your purpose in life. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the Or root- your gifting. I'm like, what is that? Like? No. What? Yeah. Making yeah. hats may not be my gifting. And you're telling me <laughs> anyone can make hats. Right. Just right. subscribe to this right. YouTube thing yeah. and for pay a thousand dollars so sometimes I look on Instagram to try to find other influencers I'm not an influencer I'm just like but looking at like other influencers podcasters I'm like oh what you are you are an influencer you probably influence all the youth that yeah. you serve on Friday nights and you have yeah you're fo- you're teaching them how to follow Jesus yes. and that's not something that Instagram can right put value right on. But like, you know, the people that like their bio says like Instagram influencer or whatever, and I'll look at their pages and it'll be like, how to make $55,000 in two, two courses of that I'm teaching or whatever and stuff. And it's like, it just like makes me feel very uncomfortable sometimes because I'm like, why are you doing what you're doing? You know, like, is it to make money? Is it to do this? Is it to have that control that you're talking about? Because at the root- Or is it to help people? Or is it to help people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like if it was to help people, why would you be promoting about how much money you can make doing it? So sometimes I'm like, that's a little much of a turnoff for me. But um, going back to that control idea, I think that's why a lot of people have anxiety is because when you try to be the god of your own life and try to control, which you cannot do, I'm just going to say it on this podcast, you are going to be anxious as heck. And there's the spiritual component. I think what we're talking about here is like living a life of continual surrender to Mm -hmm. the Lord is hard, but it breeds peace. It breeds joy. It breeds the fruits of the spirit. And so it's like how, I guess like my next question is then it's like, how have you noticed like aspects of like pulling away from social media or unplugging or even the way you're raising your kids and your family with this stuff? It's like, how has that influenced you spiritually in your relationship with the Lord of the aspect of pulling away? Like, have you noticed more peace in your life? Have you noticed more joy? Like, what does that look like? Well, I I feel like pulling away gives me uh, a different kind of revelation because mm. I feel like even I was getting falling into the it feels like a vortex of like what did this person say on this what does this person think about mm-hmm. this what does this person think about that 
And I'm like, but God, it says that you're the beginning of all knowledge and wisdom. What do you think? Because your way is the higher way. Your way is the best way. So I don't need to ask 17 other people on Instagram. I can go to you and you can tell me what you think because everything is the Bible covers almost every Mm -hmm. subject. Mm -hmm. So you want to know how to manage your money? Read Proverbs. You want to know how to walk in purity? (laughs) Read the New Testament. You want to know like, uh, like, how to, how to deal with your emotions. Read the Psalms and how David was depressed and then he was yeah. happy. And then he was like talking about how he lost his child yeah. and how he's, you know, he's convicted and he repents. So I feel like it helps me to like get revelation from the Lord. And people are like, where did you get that from? And I'm like, I just spent time with God yeah. and he like pulled back a veil. So I feel like when you go on Instagram, you miss those opportunities where God's like, I want to pull back the veil and reveal yeah. myself to you. Right. But you want people to reveal me yeah. like through like a third party. Yeah, you know? I feel like we're living like Catholics in that way a lot of ways where you got to go through a priest to get forgiveness or you got to go through this. And it's like when Jesus came and the veil was torn, it's like like you're saying we have access, but we're living as if we don't as have access. As if we don't have And that's what's kind of – that's what That's like so – that's like it's blowing my mind when you think about it. And yeah. It's like there were people who like Martin Luther, they're like, we have access. Yeah. Yeah. Like – the, when they're in the book of Acts, they were like, oh my goodness, we have the Holy Spirit. And like, Amen. we can read the word of God for ourselves. Like we yeah. don't have some, we don't have to have someone telling us these yeah. things. And now that the fact that we can get a Bible anywhere, yeah. you don't want to yeah. use the access that you have, yeah. that he like died so that we can have access. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I'm like, it feels like work getting into the work. Cause it's like, yeah. okay, like you're sitting and like, you're going to quiet your mind. And like, there was a devotional that you gave me where it's literally two minutes of silence. Oh my gosh. Yes. So this yeah. this devotional is from the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, which I will link in this um, description, but it's the devotional attached to that called The Daily Office. Yes, The Daily Office. And it's two minutes. You set your phone timer or another timer uh, for two minutes and it's just silent. So it's like sometimes it's like your brain is like wanting oh my to gosh. speak to God, do this, do this. And you're just like, whoa, whoa. And social media makes you feel like you got to be thinking, doing, doing. Like it's this constant restlessness. And so to even the practice of silence is like – something social media can like not help you with at all. Like some, I remember scrolling through TikTok one time and it was like this meditation. It was an advertisement for this meditation app. And it was like, you've been scrolling for 20 minutes or whatever. It's now it's time to quiet your mind or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I felt this conviction of like, TikTok's telling me to do this. I was like, but maybe God's telling me to do this. But yeah, it's like- Maybe God yeah. is using TikTok yeah. to help me to get yeah. off of TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I should listen. Because you know how like everyone, especially since 2020, has been trying to do meditation now. There's all these meditation apps. There's all these like books. There's all this stuff crazy, now. It was crazy. Like when you, you're, go, you're meditating because you want peace. And yeah. he goes like, I will give you peace. Yes. That surpasses all understanding. Yeah. So yeah. if you want peace- and to like so and be to be sober minded. Yes. Get in your word. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny because it's like it's so simple, but we overcomplicate oh things. Gosh. And I feel like social media overcomplicates our relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And like we're saying, it creates this like, all right, I gotta go through this person to understand this, or I'm gonna go to check in in this podcast every week to understand this thing about God. And it's like open up your word, ask God and he will like give it to you. Like he's a good father who gives you good things. It's like if a child's like, no, I want to eat more broccoli. It's like, you're not going to be like, no, it's like, no, yeah, I want yeah. to give this to you because it's nutritious, um, nutritious. <laughs> and it's, and it's I, so I feel good. like those things are not bad, but I feel like when you're using those things as your main course, those yeah. are sub, they're supplemental. Like, yeah. you know, like you take vitamin E, but mm-hmm. imagine if you woke up every morning and just poured vitamin E, vitamin A, like on your plate, you'll be like, bro, like I could get that stuff from kale or like calcium from milk. Yes. So I feel like God's like, I am all that you need and again if you just need to add support like he can stand alone the word of god stand oh, alone. Yeah. but if you're like hey you want a better understanding of certain things that you are mm-hmm. confused about yeah mm-hmm. but i'm like 
don't go to that thinking that that's the main dish. Yeah, yeah. It's just to su- su- supplement what you've been trying to apply to your yeah, life. Yeah, Or trying to learn about. I'd love to like t- talk a little bit about the spiritual warfare aspect of this a little bit. Like why do you think people are so quick to just like turn to social media for stuff like this rather than the word of God? Like what do you think are some of the tactics of the enemy to like, I know we've talked about like distraction and stuff like that, but yeah, like how have you seen maybe even in your own life, the spiritual warfare and like, oh, how are you I like- think it's impacted my focus mm. because if God has called me to be on mission and to do something and then now I'm wasting time, I literally, the time that God has given me, I, tomorrow's not promised to me. And let's say this is my last day on earth. I spent five hours scrolling. Like, mm. So I think that has convicted me. And then also validation. And I think like people are like, everyone's so secure, but it's like, you're, you post something. Even I can post something and I'm like, who liked it? Who, who yes. has a comment? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I don't want to want validation from men mm. because men are, it's, they're fickle. Like they, yeah. one minute they love you, one minute, one minute they hate you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to be able to have validation. My validation comes from spending time with God and knowing that I am his image bearer. Mm. So it, it, I feel like it impacts focus, it impacts validation, it impacts your identity. Amen. Because yeah. if you start to put your identity in like how who have responded to me or why did they not like it? Mm. Or what about like I put my heart and soul into this podcast, only three people listen to it. Like, was it not good? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. so then you're and instead of asking God, like, are you pleased with what I'm doing? Yeah. You're like asking, hey, why do you not like it? But it's like yeah. if God told me to do it, like just like when a pastor preaches and like one person gave their heart to the life to the Lord. And they're like, the angels are rejoicing in heaven. Mm-hmm. And you could be like, but it was only one person. It's like, but for the price of a soul, one person is more than enough. And yes. I think uh, Instagram doesn't value yeah. one person. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to remove myself out of that, it helps me to slow down and say, I can reach one person at a time and mm. it could be a, a deeper impact. Yeah. Like we can get to deeper issues, you know? Yeah, yeah that's good. So it's impacted those three things yeah, for me. Yeah, that's good. The, another thing I was thinking about, and this might sound even kind of old school, is the idea of idolatry. So like, yes. I was thinking about how quickly we're so to like make these images and whether like it was saying like earlier, like of yourself as an idol or something. But there was this song I used to listen to called Clear the Stage by Jimmy Needham. He's kind of an old school artist, but I loved him growing up. No and there was I know, I know. But there was this one song called Clear the Stage and he was talking about this idea of worship. But in the bridge, it really breaks down this idea of what an idol is. It's, you know, anything I want with all of my heart is an idol. Anything wow. I can't stop thinking of is an mm-hmm. idol. It starts like listing all these things. And I was like, oh, so I guess I have a lot more idols in my life than I realized. And so with this idea of social media, I think it contributes to this idolatry, whether it's like you want to read about all the celebrity stuff or you want to like- Or even even, the idol of pleasure. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, like the dopamine intakes and like, you know, if you watch the Social Dilemma documentary, um, it talks about the two industries where the consumers are called users is the drug industry and social media industry. And so it's like this dopamine intake of like, oh, that felt good to watch this. And then, of course, it opens the floodgate to all these other dangerous things too, like porn and like stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, idolatry just breeds and leads into all these other evil things. So like, I don't know if you've ever seen social media as like an idol in your life, but I've definitely I, I feel like it's an idol in terms of like, validating my mindset because mm. sometimes you read the word and it's the word of God is true and it's like it, it's a mirror reflecting how much you need God yeah <laughs> so it's like nothing wrong with the word it's something wrong yeah. with your nature and mm-hmm. I feel like like for example TikTok like the whole how the algorithm works mm. if I, I told him started telling my husband I'm like I think the algorithm knows me better than I know myself Oof. like oh that gave me the chance I know that gives you like you know because I was like mm. wait a minute and I was like 
it's not confronting any of my thoughts, even if my thoughts are wrong. Mm. So like, let's say that I have political beliefs that don't align mm. biblically. If I have racial beliefs that don't align biblically, but I'm like, well, it validates me in, in aligns with my thought pattern. But then the Bible says, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this mm. world, but be transformed by the renewing of your yes. mind yep. in Romans 12. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. Mm-hmm. But TikTok is not approving what God's will is. It's approving what my will is, yes. what I like. Oof. So then what happens, the algorithm starts to know me. So I was like, oh, Martine likes fitness. Mm-hmm. Oh, Martine is working on her quads. Yes. Oh, Martine cares about social justice. <laughs> like, you know, and then it's like, never challenges me to think about balancing statements or mm. opposing things that yeah. would make me hey grow as a person yeah. it's just like more of what martine like so yes. they know that martine is a black woman with three kids mm. like it does know things about me because of what i'm looking at yeah and then they'll throw in something that i don't like and if i scroll quickly they're like oh she doesn't affiliate with this candidate or she yeah. doesn't like that yeah and then it just kind of perpetuates me staying on a cycle mm. and never mentally growing or being challenged yeah so when you read your word god's like i'm right yes and i'm holy yes so yeah. I feel like the TikTok the answer to that is like I make an idol out of what I like. Yes. And of myself. Yes. Yeah, because I <laughs> yeah, like I totally feel like it hinders sanctification. Yes. So when I feel like, oh, it's the end of the day, I just want to like scroll through TikTok because I just want to feel comforted and coddled in my sin and in my like <laughs> like you're saying, like all these things that I like love and believe and just wanna I don't want to be like I don't want to sit there and be like challenged. And not that every time you're in the word, it's always like you know, they're like meditating and praising God. Like there's other aspects of it too. But I think when I'm, you know, sometimes that does like, if I'm being honest, like hinders me because it's like, oh, like being pruned and like clipped and stuff. It's painful sometimes or it's like, I don't want to like but face the pruning, that. It says in the word that he only prunes the things that are producing fruit so yeah. they can produce what? more fruit. Right, right. Can't produce more fruit if you're not being pruned. You're not and you being can't pruned. be pruned if you're not in the word of God. <laughs> you're not in the word of God. And hearing, believing comes by the word of God. Yes. So you think about that. So I always think like the pruning is not fun. Yes. But can you say, if you want to produce more fruit and yeah. have all those streams of income and all those open doors that happen with pruning, yeah. you know, yeah. does Instagram or social media, I don't want to just say Instagram, like yeah, social yeah. media in general, yes, yeah. do you feel like, man, it's pruned me and now I'm producing more right. things? Right. Yeah. I never feel like that. I always, I'm always <laughs> like, I always feel like I'm more dis- like ang- I'm either like angry at people because like we talked about this in the last episode of how people become just ideologies and you can like fight them and they're not like it's there's this whole dehumanizing aspect so it's skewing how I see other people it's skewing like you know yeah my whole relationship with God it's like messing a lot of things up and so like yeah I think there is this aspect of like having to cut some things off or like trying to set those boundaries but like I don't know like in your own life like you know, what does it look like to like find a healthy balance of social media? Like, is that even possible with our fragile human brains and abilities? Well, I feel like people part. go to extremes. So it's like, if you don't go on social media, it's like, you're Amish. You don't like technology. <laughs> you don't have electricity and you're in a buggy. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. no, I'm not against technology because it's done wonderful things for the yeah. world. It's done wonderful things for medicine. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, keeps you safe with right. like Life360, all yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I feel like, if you overdo anything, it's not good for you. Like yeah. if you overeat, it makes you obese. Yeah. If you like, yeah. it, it could give you like congestive yeah. heart failure. So yeah. I'm like, same thing with technology. I'm like, I know it's challenging because it's in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. But I feel like even when it's coming into church, mm-hmm. like when pastors are preaching and you're like scrolling mm-hmm. and you're not even mm-hmm. present where you want to be. And the thing is like, social media is like counterintuitive. It's because it was supposed to make you 
create community, Mm -hmm. but it actually has separated you Mm -hmm. from community because you're never present where you want to be. So like, I think the easiest thing to do is like to start off small, like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to literally not even turn off my notifications. Some people have to get to the place where turn off notifications, but like turn off my phone. Mm. Like I'm, everyone that I care about is home. And, uh, we're all home right now. It's like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Yeah. Like, do I really need to have access to what's happening? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. do I like the time, like, do I need to know that there's a tornado warning and I live in Chicago? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. and I think doing that or another thing my husband does, he actually turns off the Wi-Fi at night oh. and then we take away, we take away our phones because it's like. I feel like people don't realize it's impacting your your sexual life, yeah. your marital life. Like your the, sleep. The, instead of yeah. sp- spending time with each other, mm-hmm. you're you're on your phone. Mm-hmm. It impacts just your sleep. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you could turn it off in the evenings, and then if you look at CEOs and the people who created those things, they themselves don't even use it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then they say they start off their day with meditation or working out. So the people who are creating this know how harmful it is that yep. they themselves don't use it. And I even know that uh, I forgot what's his name. Oh my God, Bill Gates said yep. he didn't even let his kids use it. Yeah. Yeah. So the people who are creating it don't even want to use it for themselves. Yeah. If they if if it's self-harming for their own, they wouldn't want it for their kids that they love. Why would I want it for myself? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I've gotten rid of it off of my app and then I use it like I need to post something. I like do like a yeah. schedule yeah. so that I'm not super engaging in it, yeah. but I'm partaking in it because it helps my business or whatever I'm trying to do. Yeah. But at nighttime I do, I'm like, yeah. read the word of God and I'm like, yeah. And there is, yeah, there is something so sacred about like the nighttime, like sleep and like winding down and like having that like healthy rhythm, even like, yeah, morning and nighttime. It's like, I was reading in Psalm 92 and it was talking about like, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and his faithfulness in the morning, his steadfastness at Mm -hmm. night. And it's like that, that whole day of just like being in intimacy with him, but like something about morning and night of like starting and finishing with with the Lord. He was like early in the morning will I seek thee. Yeah. But I feel like it's like early in the morning will Instagram tell me (laughs) the message well that's what it feels like and so even that i I, even that i was like when i get up in the morning i fight the urge because i'm like a go-getter like i'm a doer so i'm like another three yeah i'm a three noah's a three too and so the threes were like we have stuff to do you know and it's like but god's like align yourself Mm. with me because i know what's going to happen in your day and i want to equip you with the tools Mm. and my word to help you so i've been it's hard, but I'm like, God, help me to speak to you before I even touch this thing. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Um, awesome. This has been such a life-giving conversation, convicting my own life. Me I mean, too. all this stuff we're like <laughs> preaching to ourselves of like, yeah, do this, do that. But, um, just knowing like the, the power of, of Christ who raised, you know, who raised Christ from the dead is in you and giving you the power and the discipline to be able to navigate stuff like this. So like just kind of your parting words, what would be some words of encouragement you would say to the person listening who's like, I just feel so addicted to my phone or my Instagram. I don't know what to do. Like what kind of encouragement would you maybe provide to that person? Well, I would say with, I feel like people don't realize it was set up to be addictive. Mm -hmm. So like, what would you do with any other addiction? Yeah. Like you got to get help and accountability partners. Yeah. But I would say, um, knowing that God is more than enough and he can walk you through that process. So Mm -hmm. like, even if every time you have an urge to go to social media, opening up your Bible app and saying, God, speak to me. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's like two seconds and you're like, or two minutes you read a verse and you're like, God, can you help me through this? Yeah. So like you feel the urge and your challenge and then you have a choice to make. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in those moments. Yeah. I totally, totally feel it's like that. a daily choice. Yes. Daily, da- one day at a time. Take one day, one day at, time. at a time. Well, thank you so much, Martine. Thank, thank you, you so much. She's back on the show. We'll have to have you back on again. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. I hope you enjoyed this series on social media and just felt challenged and encouraged in a lot of ways. I know I have even just having this conversation. So thank you guys for joining me on navigating this journey through your 20s. 
20s. And remember, even in the hard spaces, his grace abounds. See you next week. Bye.